Well, hello, darling, powerful listeners. It is 5.52 a.m. for me on this gorgeous, gorgeous September morning, and I feel like I've been awake for 10 hours and I haven't even had coffee. I'm so full of God's love, so full of the Holy Spirit's energy today, and I'm so excited because we're going to talk about God. I've got Veronica Schultz on with the show with me today, and this is how this is how this works, you guys. When you put yourself out there and you start seeking people, people start showing up. And so Veronica is just such a beautiful, beautiful, bright, young light. She's not even 30. Look at her. Um, And I know her now because somebody else that was on the show, Cara, um, who's like the show before this one, um, follows Veronica on Instagram. And uh after we recorded our show car and i were like oh my god we're both christians <laughs> and she's like oh da, 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 veronica so i reached out and i sent veronica an instagram message that i was like oh my goodness this sounds like so cold message you know oh hi blah blah i want to talk to you but i i tried to just infuse it with my meaness and it worked <laughs> Because she's here. She's like, you are a real person. (laughs) So welcome to the show, Veronica. Thanks for joining me this morning. Thank you so much. This is going to be so much fun. I'm just glad to be here. (laughs) Okay. So I told Veronica in the short preamble that I have a song. So here we go. (laughs) I'm going to go crazy. It's going to be really fun. And those of you who are um, old enough to have memories of the 90s (laughs) will appreciate this okay let's talk about god baby let's talk about the father son the holy spirit let's talk about god (laughs) (laughs) any idea what that is yes i do know that song (laughs) audience it's salt and pepper (laughs) go put it together yes (laughs) Grew up definitely with that. That was like my mom's cleaning music. (laughs) That has been swimming in my head for this exact moment for like since we first talked. So so good to let it out. Yay. (laughs) Oh, beautiful. Okay. So here's the deal. I want to hear Veronica about um, who you were to who you are. I was looking at your Instagram. And so you were like this overworked, overstressed college student with four jobs and doing all the things and being young and fun, Mm. air quotes fun. Um, And now you've evolved at 27. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's, I like to drop age because I like to show that at any stage in life, we can step into who God wants us to be. And it doesn't matter how old you are. Um, but I have a, you know, beautiful range of ages of, of people that come on the show. And I, I like to bring that in from time to time to remind ourselves of um, trusting where you are at any moment in time. Mm-hmm. So you've got this background. You've now evolved into, uh, I would say, like a more grounded and whole version of yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and thank you, Jesus, for helping you find that way. You have a daughter 
and you're in chiropractic school while also growing an online business. So I have some notes. I don't want to give them all away, but this is, um, you know, some of the container that I, I want to explore with you and hear your story. Yeah. So um, <laughs> that sounds good. You want me to start like all the way from the top? <laughs> it's from wherever you want. I think it's, it's like, because you just had this post around, you're promoting um, a current program that you're offering called Alive to Thrive and talking about, um, it looks like talking about supporting our nervous system, which, you know, is something I'm really starting to incorporate in my business, the mind, body, spirit connection. Um, so Alive to Thrive, maybe, maybe tell us where Alive to Thrive comes from. Sure. Yeah. So <laughs> I wish it was a short story. Doesn't have to be. I, um... We'll go ahead and start since um, you kind of brought a little bit of like that pivotal moment for me, which was okay. in undergrad. Um, I left home at 17 and I, I, I just, I found a lot of my worth in work. I actually started working when I was about 15 and that's when I got my first job and I kind of went all in. I was, you know, I was volunteering, I was working, I was the oldest of six. So I was always working at home too. Um, and I was, I feel that that, that was my identity for a really long time. I, um, was known as the girl who was going to get it done. Like I would show up to things and I would work the hardest. And that is what I held, um, the standard that I held myself to, but it was also the standard that was, like tearing me a lot like eating me alive yeah. um yeah. I had too high expectations for myself I was a type of person that if it wasn't an A then it wasn't worth doing you know like <laughs> I had to do it and I had to do it well um and actually school ended up kind of falling by the wayside and I ended up just being fine with that because I was still getting the praise in my work and in volunteering and other other stuff so I became a pretty average student um and as I went through undergrad I just thought that's how it was supposed to be. I was like, it's okay. Like, I don't want to, I didn't think I was going to go on to school. So I was just there to get the degree um, and have a good time and work and all the things. So I was, I was a hot mess express in undergrad. Um, I was always, I, I was also known, I had a lot of different identities at the time and, and anger was one of them. I was just so angry. Like I was, um, dealing with a lot from my childhood and trying to cope with that, but also not cope at all by working. Like I was distracting myself. I used to tell people I didn't love being by myself because I had too many thoughts and I working was the only thing that kind of shut them off or being around other people or just, I didn't like being alone. And so I went through all of undergrad like that, thinking that I was the successful, you know, getting ready to start um, in the, in the career force. Um, and <laughs> I, in between, um, the events that will take hold. I volunteered for a foster um, foster camp for a whole week. Mm -hmm. And I was invited to go and I was like all on board, you know, that's kind of who I was. And so, but when I got there, I didn't realize that it was a Christian foster camp. And that is actually where I met Jesus for the first time, where I first encountered him. I was like a hot mess and everyone gets emotional um, at those kinds of things, but I was emotional because it was like the first time that I'd ever truly met Jesus. I knew about him, but I, I truly met him there. I um, mean, so I start there because that's kind of where my life started shifting. Um, and Alive to Thrive wasn't even thought of back then. <laughs> that was about <laughs> probably 10 years ago. Well, six years ago. And so um, I found out one of my callings in life was chiropractic um, through a series of 
just God ordained events. <laughs> Honestly, if I like look back, I'm like, wow, that's crazy how it all worked out. Um, and so I started chiropractic school and a little bit of those tendencies started coming back of like wanting to, work, wanting to be a part of everything. And so I, I realized Very demanding that, curriculum, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Not only that, but I was trying to be the leader in every club. I was trying to go to all the seminars. Like I so always, it was like, he met you, cracked you open. Yep. And then tested you yeah <laughs> by putting you right back in the ring yeah essentially what are you, how are you gonna do it this time Veronica <laughs> did you learn anything <laughs> exactly and I will say yes and no <laughs> like I'm a sovereign individual and so um yes that's exactly right um but um in in it all I have the story of like not wanting kids right because like how on earth was I gonna fit a child in that kind of lifestyle honestly um and in chiropractic school, I met some moms who, some moms who were like doing the things and having the babies. And I was like intrigued. And so I started asking the questions and I started having a heart change and was like, man, I want a baby. And so my poor husband, um, we were like, <laughs> he wanted kids before we got married. And I told him, I don't know if that's going to happen. And I don't want to ruin your life. So like, you better know, like, this is oh, the right So thing. you were like, you had the kid conversation and it was looking more like a no. So now you're yep. coming back and you're like, well, honey, actually I have a womb and you're going to fill it. Actually, <laughs> that's exactly, <laughs> exactly. That's why I say my poor husband, because he is just kind of along for the ride sometimes, <laughs> but um, he finally came around to it. He was on board and we had our daughter. Um, she's going to be two in December. So almost oh, two. beautiful. And so now I'm getting to like, long story short, I'm getting to where Alive to Thrive was birthed because um, as I, I had my daughter and I actually took a try off of school and again, God ordained because I, I fought that so hard, but things just did not open up for us at that time where I absolutely needed to take a trimester of school off. Um, and that was the most, that was the best decision I ever okay, that's a lie. I didn't make that decision because I didn't want that decision, but that's the best thing that ever happened to me um, because I got to spend a whole 15 weeks with my daughter and myself and, and like really understanding what it means to bring another human into the world and not want a few of the experiences that I went through for her. And so I got really intentional and um, started personal development, um, you know, got back into the word because it's really hard when you're, you know, not prioritizing that <laughs> you're always busy. Um, and people started asking questions like, how are you? I, I, so I went back to school and I was like, so at peace. Like I was all of a sudden on a mission. Like I was there to do schoolwork. I was home to be a mom. I was also home to be a homemaker. Like I was, you know, I was trying to do all the things. And, and for the first time in my entire life, I felt fulfilled in my roles in as a chiropractor to be as a mom, as a wife, as a homemaker. Um, and it was none other than the Holy Spirit guiding me through all of it, but I realized that the this season of life is more fulfilling than any other season of my life because of the intention and because of the Holy Spirit inviting those two things in. Um, and so that's where Life to Thrive comes from, is as I was kind of finding that in my dream, and I will say, like, I'm realizing that my entire life was made for, like, all of the refinements, all of the breakdowns, all of the, you know, hardships were made for this season. And seeing other moms not still struggling with the concept of trying to work outside the home and be inside the home and actually like be in the home um that's where alive to thrive comes in of teaching people 
showing moms, not teaching, but showing moms the abundant strength that they have in the Holy Spirit and and how we are not utilizing that enough and the abundant, um, the abundance we can find in our intentions of, you know, of really being that intentional mom, because both of those things, the Holy Spirit and the intentionality that you take into your life um, truly creates fulfillment and peace in my opinion. So yeah, it's something to hold on to in all the storms. Yeah. Right. It is your um picturing a visual in a stormy ocean and you're just this one little person in there, but you've got your lifeboat mm-hmm. and it's holding you. And so you know, and it's indestructible. It's a magic lifeboat, okay, guys? <laughs> so you know that whatever is happening around you as long as you have this lifeboat as scary and as the waves crash, you know that you can still get through. And if the magic breaks and the lifeboat disappears, you still have that connection to, to be able to go through. So, um, you know, there is this great sense of peace. I just came to Christ fully. Um, I guess it was the spring now we're in the fall, but it feels like a blink and it's, helped me find that deeper sense of peace that wasn't quite there before. Um, For me, you guys, this isn't like a a sermon by any stretch. I just, you know, owning my Christianity and um, sharing some of the shifts. And that's where Veronica and I want to go with uh, you as well. It's just an open conversation for us in how this um, connection brings in the sense of peace and sense of certainty. That was something I really noticed in my conversation with Kara and that I noticed with you, Veronica, um, in your online presence and even in your virtual in-person presence, especially as the sun's beaming down on you this morning because she's <laughs> two hours ahead of me. So it's uh, it's 8 a.m. for her sitting outside. Um, and, and that is like the feeling to drop in Um and connect to. So I'll share an example uh, for me of what I'm dealing with right now in life. Um, So listeners will know I'm a mom, I work full time, I have an online business. We're going to talk about Veronica's, like her and I are like mirrors. (laughs) She's a younger version of myself, but like 10 times better. (laughs) She's bigger than that. No, okay, we're not comparing. But um, right now, I am dealing with a elderly dog who's incontinent and leaking out of both ends oh no and um it is awful and wonderful because i now have god to help guide me and to see in a way that i could really turn into a number of humanly things but I instead I'm just seeing it and it's slowing me down because I too am like on the treadmill like I get these hyper waves like the Holy Spirit moving through me and I just break open and like burst into a thousand pieces right like glitter dust and so this is helping refine me and slow me down to deal with what's in front of me in case in point without being too gross the sweet dear dog who comes everywhere with me um in the one time I didn't have a dibranum had an accident as I'm dropping my child off to school and on my way to work 
now I've got a situation and I was not happy. Like, I'm not going to pretend like I was just like, oh, dear Jesus, and the poo disappeared. No, <laughs> but I was just like, okay, okay. And slowing down because what can happen on that treadmill, as Veronica was describing, is the faster you go, the faster it goes. And then you are just like Roadrunner from the Bugs Bunny and Roadrunner's going, and the ground's coming up underneath him, right? As he's trying to get away. It's a, I'll, I'll find a, a little clip of it, but it's a great visual. And this is what we're doing. And so um, that whole saying of you learn the same lesson over and over and over until you get it, this is this is what happens. And if you will, don't find ways to slow yourself down, they will get stronger. Yes. <laughs> it will get stronger and smack you in the face. And then the, the beautiful, you know, thing is yesterday morning, I found a hose. I cleaned everything up. I, 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 I'm, I'm a mom. I had a baby. I, you know, was carrying diapers and wipes before. So I'm carrying diapers and wipes again, <laughs> just for a jog clean it all up. And I was like, okay, I just, these are, you know, more things to prepare and manage the situation with. And that's it. And it's just like a logistic and making it easier, making it easier. That's the big theme in my business, right? How do we make this easier? How do we kiss this? Keep it super simple. So these are um, beautiful gifts that can come when you open that insight, when you learn those lessons and when you have, you know, a holy connection that, um, is your lifeboat to help see you through that yeah, i agree absolutely it just brings that supernatural peace that you can't even mm -hmm. explain yeah, um, exactly. and that peace allows you to kind of process what's happening which is really nice yeah um and you <laughs> so this is so it just blows my mind and yet it doesn't um so i'm kind of you know writing blogs throughout the day and different things like that. And one of them that's sitting in the draft folder um, in progress is how the body is a container. And as I'm on your Instagram, you have this exact example using water, two water bottles and filling them and talking about filling your cup and things like that. So um, it's very interesting, you know, this connection that brings us all together with a similar message is, um, like a little army of, of people out here doing work on the ground to help spread the message and to help remind us of that hamster wheel that we can be on, right? Um, and so the the next uh, area to, that I'm going to take you to is what I really loved when we met for our coffee chat, what, two weeks ago, 10 days ago or whatever, Um and it really gave me a like, whoa, is, you know, chiropractic school is your main and primary focus. And, and it sounds like it will be your career, but you have mm -hmm. this online coaching business and you hired an online business manager to help with that. And so again, like an online business manager, guys, is somebody who comes in and helps run operations and admin so that you can create and sell and divide and conquer the actual business, right? Because in the digital world, we'll think of a business um, as our light, 
And it's not, it's still a business. It's still like if you had a brick and mortar store or, you know, we're going to farmer's markets or things like that. Like it's still its own entity and you were just the steward of it. And, and even as a coach, you're delivering personal work, but um, you know, I, I always encourage you to think of it as something that you could sell one day. Uh, and so bringing in an OBM, tell us about, you know, how that's helping you manage life and um, how chiropractic school and your online coaching will kind of complement or further fulfill the gifts that you have inside. Yeah, yeah. So um, I will say, I'm sure I'm okay. Maybe I'm not sure, but I bet a lot of people would relate to the fact that we are multi-passionate, right? Like there's a lot going on in these heads all of the time. Um, as moms alone, and then you add on everything else. <laughs> and so um, I actually met my OBM, who is Kara. <laughs> oh, no way. Okay. Um, through a coffee chat, kind of like how we met. Okay. And I was in the season of I was stretched. And now that um, I know my values and I know my intentions, I refuse to expand this business at the expense of my family. Mm-hmm. Like that's just something that is a core value of of mine and um and so when I I was kind of playing with the idea of I'm not yet um profitable in this coaching business it's just getting started however I can see myself um doing more and seeing my family less and so I was in the season of questioning if I should question if I should and then I met Kara on a coffee chat and she did not pitch to me at all whatsoever. We were simply just getting to know each other, but I hadn't met an OVM like her. And so I was started asking her all these questions about what she does and how she does it. And we instantly, I was like, I think I should just go for this. Like we should just do this. And so <laughs> she has been such a blessing to this process because it truly really makes a big difference to get everything out of your head and into like the most organized and replicatable process. Like I am now in a thanks. Um I'm gonna have you come on and do some promo for me because you just articulated my entire (laughs) existence like (laughs) so beautifully. I mean that is just how it's been for me too. So um, to have like a plug and play for my business now where I don't even have to think I can just show up for the people I'm supposed to show up to it is truly incredible and so I can't I can't like give my praises enough to her I love I love working with her um, so all that to say um, with chiropractic in Alive to Thrive because I have been trained in the nervous system and that is what I truly believe the core of you know you've got the Holy Spirit and then you have this intricate design that God made us all and how in depth it goes and how much it is capable of. It is either our best friend or it is the thing that's holding us back. And so learning how it navigates and how it operates um, really truly is, in my opinion, how to, like I said before, like you have the peace that the Holy Spirit is giving you, but now you have to interpret it. And so that's what the nervous system is doing. (laughs) loving this conversation so hard i'm gonna pull a couple of things out you have the holy spirit and we've been put in this body on a strand of time in eternity to learn 
about the human experience, the suffering, the weight of the flesh. And as you're talking, um, the movie City of Angels is like screaming. So <laughs> because if you haven't seen it, it's it's heartbreaking and beautiful description of how more the spirit and the body meet mm. um, more so. And I'm going to say it like that. And I'm going to say the mind is part of the body. Mm -hmm. mind is more part of the body it's where our spirit lives for the most part but the spirit is free inside our entire container of our meat suit if you will um right so and that movie just really articulates this because like I'm moving into I'm going to call it somatic learning um and it's just learning about how the body connection and it, it that what you just said makes so much sense of the chiropractic is the physical you're caring for the physical as a healer now the coaching is caring for the spirit um and you'll find ways to blend them i'm sure you'll come up with like exercises and things into your coaching program that bring them closer and closer together because this is what we want to do throughout our journey throughout our short stint our very short stint here on earth in the strand of eternity yeah. is is really unify and bring that holy spirit peace through the body and that's how we see these like people going around just all floaty like chill <laughs> they've, they've got a higher level of mastery in it right a higher level it, because it's a practice in a moment by moment in a who by poo step and to young moms like we're dealing with it too tantrums and like not going to bed and like not leaving us alone like my daughter's five in a month from today and oh. yes there are those moments where you're just like I love you but yeah <laughs> and that's right and when we connect into our body we can let those surges out um, so I just need to pull out uh, something that you said in this segment. You refuse to expand at the expense of. Now, you said you refuse to expand your business at the expense of your family. But I'm, I'm stripping it back a little more. I have goosebumps. You refuse to expand at the expense of. And that right there is an incredible incredibly powerful tagline um and you know descriptor to talk about what this journey is and how we're going to choose to manage I love that you have an OBM even though your business isn't at something that is unconditional choosing that is choosing to do it because it feels right and it brings that peace and what you need in order to serve, not getting to a certain point and then. Right. And, and this was, you know, a huge um, piece for me in developing the systems and, and the delivery that I've evolved in my business so that it's available to startups Um you know, at hopefully like comfortable pricing where they can learn to do it themselves until they have money to pay a big and 
not that OBMs are all expensive, et cetera, um, but it, it just proves a point that you took a leap in faith, in readiness, in order to make things easier for you so that you could serve, so that you could do what you're called to do. And you're not worrying about the how and the this is and the that. You're just listening to what God is leading you to. Mm-hmm. The only thing I can add there, though, is that, (laughs) yes, that is where I'm at now. But I will say, um, sometimes you do worry about the how. (laughs) Sometimes in that moment, I just want someone to feel validated in that it's okay to have a moment, but it's also okay to step away from that moment and be like, it's going to be okay and it's going to work out. But I just wanted to say that because I'm like thinking it back to a few moments that I've had where I'm like, okay, we're doing this. It's going to happen. Um, and then now you can step into that piece of like, okay, it is happening and you know, everything is all as well. (laughs) So that's part of the up level, right? Like that's the, the comfortable discomfort is how I like to describe it. And and that's an indication that, you know, you're moving in the right direction. Mm -hmm. Um, because it's not like you're putting yourself in physical, actual danger. Right right? Um, We'll feel financial pressures at times, certainly, uh, but we can make smart decisions around them in Mm -hmm. that, in that comfortable discomfort and see what happens. And um, most things are not, this is my very graphic example, are not amputations. So they're reversible. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) I'm like, I'm extreme. (laughs) My metaphors. Yeah. yeah absolutely so um the other okay so we'll go to my notes here um because another piece that is really wonderful um and that I'm seeing in you and that I want to encourage others is you know I'm sure women must ask you how do you do it how do you do it all um, and what I see in you, Veronica, is that you you trust in your competency because you have your faith in God, and that helps you deliver with confidence. Mm-hmm. And I'm reading a random book that I picked up at a random book that I picked up at the library because they have a free pile. And it's written by a Canadian dude who lives in Vancouver, who's like a mega conglomerate millionaire who I've never heard of. And I'm having the best time reading it. And so he had a pet peeve about competency without confidence. And it feels like it fits in for our conversation because wherever you find your faith, you can find the confidence to go with your competency. And Mm -hmm. then you can deliver on that. And you can appreciate that you are a container and a vessel for the message Mm -hmm. and not tie your worth to the message and just allow it to move through you. Yeah. And, you know, so you, you've expressed that when you said you, you realized your calling was chiropractic school and on our coffee chat, you talked about um, how like the coaching piece, the, the healer in you was already a part of your life. Right. So you realize, tell us about realizing your your competencies and growing your confidence now into bringing them into like a monetizable event thing. Yeah, 
Yeah. So <laughs> I always feel like it's just so funny looking back because now I have, you know, this story and at the time it did not sound like that at all. And so <laughs> that's going to be, I just want to be as transparent as possible. Yes. Like, yes, it's so easy to see the end result and be like, wow, you know, but, but there was, there was a, there's a process and a journey. And so I think one of the things that I really learned in the, in this recent season, um, in the last three years was that there's always a little bit of truth to the enemy's lies, right? Like when he kind of sneaks up on you and then says, you're not able to do this, you can't do it. Um, there is a little bit of truth in that. There, there's actually a lot of truth in that in terms of, I can't do this on my own. And it was the on my own part that took me a really long time to figure out. So I will say, um, that's kind of another reason why I'm so passionate about this program is that it took me probably a year and a half of chiropractic school, of being in chiropractic school, of miraculously passing tests that I swear I knew nothing about, um, meeting the perfect people, the perfect community right out, like on day three of being in chiropractic school during COVID, um, just there were so many divine appointments that I was missing because I was scared that I was going to fail out of chiropractic school, that I was not going to fail out of chiropractic school, but fail out of this big, massive calling that I had on my life. Like I didn't believe that I was competent. Um, and so I definitely wasn't confident. Um, and there came a point in chiropractic school where I had to choose, am I going to miss out on all of these blessings that God has me, or am I going to start stepping into this calling that he so clearly has placed me has placed on my heart even before chiropractic school I was a chiropractor like that is just how my brain worked um and so there was the tipping point of I am going to do this not because I can but because I am being led by the one who can and so that's where yes yes <laughs> that is where um this confidence now stems from and I still find myself still you know whenever like you said whenever there's a moment of growth I'm like oh, can I do this and the answer is no and once I'm okay with that I'm like okay god what are we going to do <laughs> and then it happens <laughs> and so um that's that's for me where competence and confidence comes from is understanding my own limitations and being okay with that because that means God is able to do abundantly more than I could ever ask think or imagine so <laughs> did you guys get all that <laughs> do you need a minute to to let it sink in <laughs> what a beautiful 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 message this is it right this is um how am I going to unpack this? <laughs> we feel we this this was a, again a big part of the that I felt this pressurelessness this pressure removed the container um, flexed. Oh my gosh, <laughs> you guys! Uh, Ziploc Ziploc plastic bags brand has this flex sandwich bag that apparently you can stuff more things into <laughs> I spend a lot of time at the grocery store okay um and <laughs> what you just described well how much more practical can we make these things real life examples is that flexibility that 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 um <clears throat> expansion so we are, let's see, we are the stuff being put in the Ziploc flex bag and God is the flex bag. So 
he will expand what we need when we start doing. Um, and and that is the most beautiful way how, how you just took us through your own personal journey. Beautiful way of describing that detachment. Mm. That detachment of outcome and that detachment of self yeah. in what you're doing. Handing it over, trusting, praying, doing the work, you know, doing the, the actions to um, try and follow the whispers and bring them in, but without pressurizing yourself the way that you used to, and I certainly used to and still do at times, of course, um, hold it all. And this is like a distribution of work, of weight, of effort. Um, and just so important. I like how you're you're kind of almost being, um, you know, the opposite of what I'm saying, but it's still complementary in terms of knowing your limitations and and being okay with the doubts and the hows. And we're, you know, we're softening into them. We're melting into them. Mm -hmm. to create space for um, more of ourselves to come out in the way that that he's waiting. And so um, I'll share back uh, an event that I went to. And um, it's Danny Johnson. It was years ago. Um, she's a Christian business leader. She's made millions online. She's amazing. Look her up. D-A-N-I -D Johnson without a T. And very personable and real. And she was, you know, through seminar, business seminar, giving uh, one of her many very animated talks. And she described it as this, <clears throat> where God's just up there waiting, waiting for you to fledge like a little bird from the nest, right? And then as soon as you do, he's like, yay, here you go. And right. gives you, meets, meets the rest. Yeah. So that's, that's part of the how is those leaps of faith right of true excruciating test of faith in yourself under him right and yeah. handing it over and i'm having these insights as we go too right because i'm connecting all the dots of uh you know what my belief systems and sort of spiritualities have been up until this point and bringing them into a much more for me, concrete, like that's what I love about God is it's just so much more um, defined, like he is very precise and certain. Mm -hmm. And I find that just mind-blowingly incredible. And that anytime I read the Bible, I ball my face off. <laughs> <laughs> I promise that does get easier, but I do remember that. I feel like I cried for like three straight years. <laughs> one thing that you said that really caught my eye and um one thing I want to share too is like he won't give it to you any earlier than when you need it um and what I haven't shared in this is, so far is that we actually have experienced um two losses um on our journey of expanding our family hopefully one day um and I remember the first time that it happened before I met my now daughter, who's a rainbow baby, um, I remember getting pregnant and thinking if I lost, I don't know why I'm guessing it was the enemy, but I thought if I lost this baby, I don't think I could go on. And lo and behold, it happened and we lost the baby. And 
when I tell you that he does not show up until like he does show up, but he he doesn't give you what you need until the very moment you need it. Um, and the the love and support and just community that I found in that, um, though we were grieving, was one of the most beautiful moments of my entire life. And so I just like I think it's so easy and something that I'm trying to work on on my social media of. Um, I think people look at my end result of who I am now and they think, oh, well, you know, it's just easy for you. It's not for me. But the iceberg, but exactly. we're showing the iceberg underneath. And that's what this whole show is meant to do is to get us behind the smoke and mirrors, not to say that we're not authentic and in, in sharing our hearts, but there is this, it's so beautiful. And thank you. Like I, it's so beautiful when we open that up to that deepest, truest inner part of our heart and share it because somebody needs that. Yeah. Somebody needs that in like I'm crying in the most sincere way. And he gives us boldness, not for ourselves, yeah. to help others. Yeah, exactly. to bring us all together so that we can all experience the numerous beautiful things that we've talked about already so far. Yeah. And so, yeah. And so that's, that's another, you know, heart behind my program is that like, if you are in a state of constantly fearing and dysregulated and just like, can't even see past your own thoughts, like God is going to move, but you might miss it. And so it's really just about trying to be as regulated as possible to, to see what he's doing and, and know that it is going to work out, but you can, you can, you can enjoy it today, even when it's hard, even when you don't understand, um, you can still see little, little gifts that he sends to you. Um, and I truly believe doing that work of staying regulated is going to help you see those things way more, way, way more profoundly. So because when you slow down the body, the human weighted flesh, you give space for the spirit mm -hmm. and to be light and to be, in my case, glitter. <laughs> glitter, glitter, glitter. And, and to like float is the only way I can, you know, kind of put that into human words. And yeah. we forget eternity, whether you believe in God or not, you believe in souls and reincarnation, that is a version of eternity. And, and we get so attached to right now in the body is the container and the door, right? Mm -hmm. to, to let that out, take the lid off <laughs> and let it out. So it is this, this beautiful um, marriage. And so, you know, the endurance part, <laughs> give a, another kind of severe example. It's Corey Ten Boom, who was in the Holocaust and tells the story of uh, fleas in one of the camps. Mm -hmm. um, and Google this if you don't, Corey Ten Boom um, and fleas will probably Google will know what you're talking about because Google knows all. <laughs> Google, it's like the internet god. Um and so this one camp had fleas and the prisoners and Corey and her sister were talking about these fleas and like, why? Grr, grr, like, it's bad enough. Why do we have these fleas? 
But then it turns out that the fleas kept the guards out, which kept further abuse of the prisoners out. And so they could endure the fleas and all the other evils of the Holocaust because it, they didn't have additional hardship. And I, you know, I share that in perspective of, of spreading out life into, you know, a bigger picture, a much bigger picture. And to find that strength and to be reminded that, you know, as you said, Veronica, you, we don't need to understand. We need to listen. Mm. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, boy. Covered so much. (laughs) Really powerful quotes I wrote down. I'm going to pull out some, just some beautiful wisdom um, you know, if anyone has any doubts, I think Veronica would be an incredible guide uh, as a product of the product in her Alive to Thrive program. Um, we'll pop the links, follow her on Instagram. Any closing words that you want to send to our listeners as we? Um, yeah, just that. Um, I think that oftentimes we. What is dysregulation, right? Um, dysregulation is what happens when you are either stuck in the past or worried about the future. And so kind of like what we've talked about today, it's, it's just being more present. And I truly think that being more present today, um, allows you to receive your (laughs) kind of, you know, bring Christianity back your daily bread. Um, that is regardless of who you work with for that or how you get there. I think that is the ultimate goal. And so the sooner that you can be where your feet are, um, and experience your children and, you know, even the cute, grumpy old dog and you know, <laughs> all of the people that are in front of you right here today. Um, the, sooner, the sooner that you can experience today, the more joy that you'll find. Yes, the daily bread, because we get a day at a time yeah. and we're in it for eternity. And so that coming to that beautiful, exact presence Mm -hmm. is all we can do right moment by moment yes daily bread i know it's so powerful so precious i can't thank you enough for sharing your heart with me today it's an absolute pleasure beyond to meet you um, and i'm thrilled to have this new connection and i look forward to maintaining a friendship with you and you know being here as business friends and sisters in christ and moms and and all of the beautiful beautiful things and I can't wait to share you with my world, Veronica. You're just such an absolute gorgeous, gorgeous person on this earth. Thank you. Thank you, Mia. I appreciate it. It's been an honor, seriously an honor to meet you and to and to be here today. Thank you.